0: Welcome to Cross Legged with Hira Mehta. Today I'm having a conversation with the extremely talented Gorisha Nath, who is a vocal arranger, a designer, a voice trainer, a singer, and a beautiful human being. Hi, Gorisha. Hi. Hey, Rajiv. How are so you? Lovely. I'm fine. Gorisha, I want to ask you, you're from Assam, right? I know you're from Assam. Yes. Yes. And uh, But you grew up there. And then you yes. sort of uh, made a singing career at the age of 14. Who does that, yeah? <laughs> 14 years. What yes. did you start singing? And, and and then you even formed a band. So yes. I just want to know uh, a little so, about it. Because you know, uh, Gorisha, mm-hmm. it, the beauty of, uh, beauty of having friends and then not knowing things about them is yeah. the sad part.
1: Yeah, I know, I know. You know and we really don't <laughs> ask, we really
0: don't sit and, uh, you know, talk about these things, you know. Correct. So, so tell me a little about your uh, um,
1: Assam journey.
0: and explain.
1: So the thing is, uh, like, I come from a very musically inclined family from generations. Okay. My whole family was into music and culture and dance and stuff. So right from my grandpa, so Bhupen Hazarika, I'm sure you know. Uh, he was my, yeah. yeah, he was my grandfather's, like, best friend. So, and then oh. uh, even my grandpa was, like, uh, into music and drama. My uh, my grandma was into classical dancing. So, I my first um, stint with classical dancing, I learned Kshatriya and kathak from my grandma. And then okay. I did some folk dances as well. And even my parents. So, it was already there in the family. And all my family members, even my aunts, all my cousins there, Visharads, and you know, all the, they've done masters in dancing mm-hmm. and stuff. So they are all into that. But then they have not picked it up as a career like I have, obviously. But then, okay. um, yeah, okay. so that musical inclination was, I think I was born with it. Because my mom says, where before I turned two years, and before I could actually talk, I started singing. So just really? Like that, yeah, so it was already there, I guess. So it, it was not like much of a choice that I had to make. It was all, it was there uh, all mm-hmm. along. And then when I grew up, yeah, so we became uh, more inclined towards Western singing, me and my sister. Because I'm a Western vocalist primarily. I started singing Hindi only uh, like much later. So uh, at the age of 14, I was in the 7th standard. uh, And my sister, uh, I was in 8th standard, my sister was in 7th. We formed our first professional band uh, called Anonymous Cult. And then at that point, yes so we used to uh, oh, perform all over india and abroad so before i even landed in mumbai i have actually traveled half the world already so uh, wow. with me yeah and my uh, so what i what used to happen was at that mo- at that time back in guwahati there were not too many female western singers so there were right. different uh, there were different bands there were uh, like you know mo- uh, like uh, different genre and everything. They play different genres and stuff. But we were the mm-hmm. singers in every band. So there were not too many female singers at that time. Mm-hmm. So that's how So we used to travel a lot. And you, uh, my studies and my music used to go hand in hand. And I, I was a good student though. Like I, is, I was a fast learner and stuff. So I didn't really have to struggle much. And my father was mm-hmm. like very, um, like whatever uh, you feel like doing, you do it. Don't force yourself into anything. Mm-hmm. If you feel like singing. So my, my parents, the support was all along. It was there. So it was very smooth sailing. It's been amazing okay. so far. The only actual mm-hmm. struggle happened after you sort of, I think, landed in
0: Mumbai. Yes. <laughs> you yeah. sing in a lot of languages, right? You sing yeah. in a lot of languages. Multiple so which languages. Of the languages that you sing in?
1: So in, um, within like India, I, I actually sing Assamese. So even within Assamese, there are a lot of tribes. Yes. So I, I sing in a lot of tribal languages as well. Um, there's Boro, there's Missing, there's Karbi. But in India, I sing in Hindi, I sing Punjabi, I sing Bengali, I sing Assamese. Also. And internationally, I sing English and Spanish and a little bit of French as well. Oh God, <laughs> Spanish
0: and French too. Okay, so now yeah. now uh, I'm going to be greedy and I'm going <laughs> to ask you ask you to sing uh, a, a, two lines each in in okay. any of the languages except of course for the Hindi and the English because that <laughs> I know you sing and I've least. heard you sing. Yes, yeah, but yeah, I remember the you know I would love to hear an Asami song. But somehow I just love the folklore uh, music, uh-huh. you know. So I've always been fond of that. So sing something for me, come for us. Okay. I mean, i me, so me. I'm singing.
1: <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna sing two lines of Assamese. Uh, this is this is actually called a Juzona in Bihu only But it's a slow okay. one because it talks more about the uh, so it, this is uh, there are three Bihus as you know So this is uh, for one of the Bihus that we do. It's uh, it's the feast time in uh, Assam which happens in January okay. So I'll just sing two three lines of that and then sure. move on to the next language
2: <laughs> Okay, <clears throat> here's how it goes. Hmm. Bhuga lir mi jiti su senayti toi jain ku khali tha Bhuga lir su toi jain ku Wow. <laughs> That's so beautiful
0: beautiful I, I really hope you quickly do your asami uh, concert
1: too. studio yeah <laughs> okay, yes, how, how
0: about, how about how about singing some another language something different?
1: okay I'm I'm gonna sing a, a little bit in spanish then I, A song that I wrote sometime oh. back and Oh uh, you did? Yes. I, I do read and write in Spanish. And it's all self-taught
0: ah.
2: <laughs> Okay. Um, it goes like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause mi amor, se siente ten, te lloraré. Te quiero, te quiero. ver us sing and pray. Baby, mi amor, te <coughs> sientes perfecto. Cause la chica mi vida te amo. Eres el amor de mi novia y el amor, esto siempre destinado a ser. Usted es la chica y en mi vida fue nadie, más podría ser este amor. Wow,
0: okay. but now you have to tell me what uh, what the song was about and uh, just just explain the song.
1: So Spanish, no, the the only thing that attracted me to the language, so I have this thing about languages also actually. Okay. So I, I was a literature student, I studied linguistics, so I, I have always had this knack for languages. So uh, when I first started singing in Spanish, so obviously it all started with singing, and um, I somehow, that, that language has so much of romance in it, and it's okay. most of their songs are either romantic or uh, on life and philosophy, so it's like... It's very, um, yeah, so once you start listening, and you know what, I've always felt, uh, instead of just reading, if you sing, you know, it's easy. It's, it gets easier for you to learn the language. So I've been singing, yes. and then I've started following Spanish singers, and I've started uh, reading a lot of stuff, and uh, I bought a lot of books to just, you know, sell, uh, research and stuff. So that's how I started, uh, so this song is a love song. It's, it's, it's talking okay. about, okay. yeah. So you talking, wrote it. Yes.
0: You wrote this it. Was, you yeah, wrote this it was. Sell.
1: Yeah, so this was actually. I would love to tell you the story behind this song as well. So I, Please. I train one of the queens of Malaysia. She's uh, she's the wife and, of one of the, one of the queens. So sultans. There are three sultans in Malaysia. So there's royalty there, as you know it. So one of the sultan's wives, Noor Susanna, is my student. I teach her. I train her in vocals. Yes, and she's been, wow. uh, I've been training her for quite some time now after I landed in Mumbai. So uh, this was one of her albums where she wanted some Spanish uh, thing. So uh, actually, you know, according to royalty, they can't really release their albums. They just do it for their own, uh, like, you know, because it's their passion. They like doing it. So it's a rule that royalty cannot really commercialize or monetize anything like this. They can't get into the entertainment industry and stuff like that. So they have all those rules and regulations but she does it only out of pure love and passion for it and um, so yeah so that's how this song was made
0: <laughs> so she likes to sing in, uh, in uh, she wants yes. to sing in different languages
1: no no she only sings in uh, her language hindi english maybe sometimes okay. but she was when she started learning from me she was very uh amateur you know she was not much into singing and stuff so I have been, so I have, I've been going to and from Malaysia also a lot of times because of that. Yeah, and now yeah. also of course, before
0: we go ahead, the French one. <laughs> okay.
1: French song. Um, okay, I'll just sing a little bit of something that I remember sure, just now.
2: just two relax. Sure. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Man, Gorisha, you're such a <laughs> fabulous singer. Where the hell were you all these years? In my life, you should have come much earlier, you know. And it's it's beautiful, you. you know. It's just Thank beautiful. You. Okay, tell me, so now you came from, uh, you. when did you decide to move to Bombay? And come into the Bollywood uh, scene, what made you um, come into the Bollywood scene?
2: Hmm, hmm.
1: so the thing is uh, i uh, when I first started singing Western, no, there was not too much um, scope in western music like there was uh, so in northeast entirely is very inclined towards uh, what do you uh, call western music like more than, more than Bollywood. Okay. it is more inclined towards western, but then so we grew up listening to western music more than Bollywood. But then the scope is not much in terms of the market, you know, the market is here. Like you can uh, commercialize, you can release stuff and you know, you, you have more reachability to people, you know. You, you, you release something and more people, it will reach to more people. So the thing is now, um, we thought, uh, like I thought, my sister and me, we both had plans to come to Mumbai. But then she was still studying and then she got married, settled in Kolkata. So things uh, like turned out different for, for the both of us. So I landed here in Mumbai thinking, you know, what other uh, areas of, you know, I can, uh, are are there that I can grow and I can, you know, learn more and I can have gain more experience. So that's how I landed in Mumbai thinking there's, uh, there would be more avenues, there'll be more opportunities, there'll be more room to grow, you know, and then when you're, you know how they say when you're, when you're a fish in a small pond, you think you're the king, you know, so you have to come out of that and see the bigger world. And then probably weigh yourself and see where you stand. So it's 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 sort of like keep you have to keep challenging yourself in a way. So it was it was actually purely because of that. But then I, it was fun also along the way. I worked with some amazing people, yeah, yeah, and yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So yeah. so but but uh, Gorisha, when you came to Bombay, it yeah. must have been really tough uh, to start. Do you remember the first project? Or how you went about it. If Somebody wants to come now. If you know, there are many people. Everybody dreams mm. of being in Bollywood, you know. And yes. irrespective, even if you are, even if you are in Mumbai, you dream of being in Bollywood. Yes. So when you yes. came, <clears throat> when you came to Mumbai, how did you actually? What is the first, first thing that you did? You know, how did you so go about it? Or I
1: actually remember it very, uh, very clearly because uh, you don't yeah. forget the first time, right? I mean, like in anything, like you always remember yes. it very clearly. So the thing is. Uh, First time I landed in Mumbai was 2015, so it's been 15 years for me in Mumbai. So the first project that I grabbed was a movie called Zindagi Rocks, and it was a movie where there was Sushmita Sen in it, Tanuja Chandra's movie it was, and uh, yes. she was she was playing this role of a rock star singer um, in the movie. So I got the opportunity to be the vocal designer of the of the movie. So I did all the so in the movie. Wherever she laughed or cried and whatever the voice was behind singing, it was all me. So her musical expression of the character was all me. So, uh, and you know, it was so amazing that this all happened within one month of me landing in Mumbai. So for me, it was not tough to start my uh, journey, my career. And uh, uh, so I've always... uh, People always ask me, how how much did you struggle and how was the struggle? So I, I always say the struggle is just to keep up, you know. I, to get the work, I always kept getting work. And the struggle is to just deliver to the best, of the best of your ability. Because every time you have to be better than the other, than the last time. Yes. Because somebody called you, yes. somebody listened to something that you've done. Like, uh, uh, suppose, uh, okay, Gorisha, can you come and do this? I, re- I really love the way you sang in the other movie or other project or whatever. And then I'm going to have to go back and prove myself again. And I have to, I have to try and be better than before. So that is a challenge. That is the struggle. But but for me to keep getting work was never a struggle. I kept getting work uh, that I'm lucky or, you know, I sort of uh, feel that I've probably got in touch with the right kind of people also. That also actually
0: helps. Yeah, but you've done you've done Das Kahania, you've done Golmaal, you've done Welcome, you've done Hey Baby. I mean, yes. I can go on. They're all my favorite <laughs> films, and I want yes. to know what you did in this. What was your associations in so, these these blockbusters?
1: Yes, so I I mostly do uh, vocal designing, vocal arrangement. So what vocal designing oh, is
0: off, actually?
2: So
1: yeah, uh,
0: please explain. Uh, what is vocal? I,
1: I know, I know that you want to know.
0: <laughs> so. So you know, people don't know because because no, these no. kind of things like, uh, you know, people don't know who is a no. vocal arranger, what is the yes. different kinds of uh, work that, you know, you've got, you've done a lot of work <laughs> in vocal yes. arranger is one of them. So what is a vocal arranger? Nobody really understands, you know.
1: Yes, yes. So I'll, I'm going to explain it to you like as uh, in easy words uh, as I can. So uh, basically vocal arrangement is something that is firstly not playback singing, okay? It is not playback singing. So it is something like uh, whatever you can do vocally. So you treat your vocals as an instrument, like how we treat any other instrument. So whatever you can do with your vocal instrument is the vocal designing. So what happens is when you do a song, there are certain vocal parts that needs to be done. It enhances the whole song. It just lifts up the song to another level. So I'm going to give you an example from one of my uh, movies that I've worked in. So i worked in this movie called Double Dhamal, and I'm sure you all have heard the song Jalebi Bai. Right? <laughs> so in that song, the Jalebi Bai song was sung by Ritu Pathak. She's a very good friend of mine. And I've done the English vocals and the rap parts, and I've written it also. So I'm going to just uh, tell you. So the song goes... Um, so
2: this is the song. okay? So mm-hmm.
1: what I did was uh, when the song uh, is if you listen to the song, what I did was everybody in the house come and listen. she is pumping out. She'll blow your mind away and shake you like a storm. She'll do what she's like, that'll turn you on. Some all these parts. So, these are the ones that I do. And then, everybody in the house, come and listen to the song. The lady in the house, so come on and put it on. Don't bother looking at to the left to the right. Just see what's right in front of your eyes. All those. So, all of oh, these wow. are like huh. called, yeah, these combined are called vocal uh, designing. And also, how you can design within the song. There are a lot of vocal parts that come in and out that we treat them, we treat it as an instrument, basically.
0: So if, you're, if the song is being recorded, it is recorded mm-hmm. with, with these or these are added on after, no, afterwards?
1: later on, because we need the lyrics to be set. because suppose if we want to do harmonies and stuff, so we need the main vocals to be there. And then we do the... So the thing is, a lot of people, a lot of playback singers, I'm seeing, saying this here blatantly because I know this for a fact, a lot of playback singers do not uh, do harmonies because they don't know how to do it. It's, it's, so it's always, uh, uh, it's always left to us Western vocalists because we know harmonies, we know how it works. We know, uh, so we have to uh, listen to the chord structure, what chord is this playing. Based on that, we have to figure out the notes and we have to do on every note, we have to stack up the harmonies. So it's a lot of work. It's a different subject altogether. Yeah. So I I always keep telling people I actually have no I have no such dreams or aspirations of becoming only a playback singer. If it happens, it happens. I'll be happy to do it. But I really love my uh, body of work, my area of work, because this is something that is more technical. I don't really have to go learn the lyrics, sing the song and come back. I do something that musically enhances a track. That. Uh, technically actually uh, sort of becomes like a part of the instrumentation of the song so i i really love that actually because that's why i'm not so i do don't call you, myself a singer i call myself a musician
0: like so do you words, do so. you put those bits in or are you called to put those bits in do you write I some am of called, these
1: is, so if i was not if i was not do, uh, like designing and doing it and everything planned my way i would have been just called a backing vocalist so I okay. right, yes, I am the designer arranger. So I arrange and I set everything. And then I sing. And then sometimes when we need group vocals, I hire singers to sing the parts
0: for me as well. OK. Yeah. OK. Wow, so that's we have, very interesting. I'm sure you know,
1: yeah, so I'm sure you know, in westerns, we have like bass, alto, soprano, tenor. So we have all these different stages of, you know, of the, uh, singing a particular part. Mm-hmm. So we have different singers for F. So somebody has a bass voice, we call them for bass. Somebody has an alto voice, we call them for alto. Somebody has a soprano voice, we call them for soprano. Somebody who has a tenor voice, we call them for tenor. So we, we do group vocals. I have, I have actually designed vocals for as many as 20 singers at the same time. So I sometimes get calls just to conduct the uh, vocal design. Like, no, not to sing. Like, I just get paid so to just some- conduct.
0: Wow. That's interesting. That's such a beautiful, uh, you know, something that uh, people don't know that there is a, there is a possibility even in that yes. uh, field, you know, yes. people just think that, you know, everybody just comes with the dream of becoming a, uh, you know, playback singer, singer and wanting there to sing so on stage. And there <coughs> I is know, so, there's much so much more. It's amazing. It's amazing. So tell me, you also did some, you've done some 200 films, you've done jingles uh, mm-hmm. also. So what, was the jingles uh, part uh, of the same journey of doing movies? Or was it first jingles, then movies? It, it went hand in hand.
1: Go? It went hand okay. in hand actually. So our jingles are mostly, uh, say jingles are fun because it's mostly one yes. line. You know how the ads are. So, and there in jingles, you cannot really put any inputs because it's already said there's a punchline. The music director will already uh, like, you know, make the tune, compose it, everything mm. ready. You just have to go sing it and uh, like you know it's fast work and it's interesting work also but then that decision has to be there because you have to be very expressive because you're selling a product you know so you need to be very right there and you can't really play around with it with it much so it's a challenge also in itself but yeah i have also done some uh, even in jingles i've done some insane five six hundred jingles in my life
0: So anyone that you can remember offhand which uh, we would remember also because see I'll tell you one thing I have learned voicing okay Mm -hmm. I -hmm. learned it because I just wanted to learn it I'm a little nut uh, a bit of a nutcase so I did my Mm -hmm. event management diploma at the age of 48 then I went and Mm -hmm. did a voice uh, class I mean learning the voiceovers at uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what miserable age later on. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's not because uh, I wanted to learn it is more because it's an expression, you get to learn, mm-hmm. you, you learn to use yourself as a mm-hmm. tool much better, in all the things yes. that you do in life. ahead. So, yes. uh, uh, did you ever think of doing voiceovers? And what are the jingles that, uh, you know, we can remember?
1: I have done this uh, very popular jingle that I don't I don't remember the tune exactly which was Archie's which is yes. very which was very popular at that point because Archie's do you remember that card company, and then uh, yes. yeah, yeah so they had this very sweet jingle which I did I I was very proud of that jingle actually and it kept playing for like many years for a long time so usually what happens we do a jingle and the product you know they want another ad you know some some new ad so then again the song right. changes you know it keeps happening. Then I did, uh, I've done a lot of shopping uh, ads, actually, like Mintra and all of that. So last year, okay. I'm going to sing uh, two lines of that one ad that I remember. I don't know, maybe you'll remember too. <clears throat> so I did this call, this one called Swag. This was during, like, you know, shopping festival that they make ads. So this was some Mintra.
2: Mm. Swag are me, tu khul ke jile Wow, that's amazing. So tell me something now,
0: if I were to ask you, how did Bombay Vikings happen?
1: Okay, so Bombay Vikings, yeah, so thing is, uh, there was this movie called Hey Baby, Uh, I'm sure you know. Uh, so that movie, uh, Neeraj uh, Shridhar Sir, he sung the title track of the movie, uh, which was Ki, ki Hain Saare that song. <coughs> and I have sung the English promotional track of the movie, which was Pumping on really? the Heart Stuff. Yes, the same song, but it was done in English. Like when you play Rob, one and- more, yeah. Give me the, the, the dance floor, hey! Baby, come on closer, turn me on. So there was this English, whole English version now, of hold
0: this on, song. Hold on, hold on. Hold <laughs> on, hold on. Hold on. Well, you can't sing like that and just like, you know, like as if in a passing way, you know, like as if okay, like, you know, I anyway. Now, will you please pause, breathe and sing the English thing for us? Oh. Sing, sing a little. Come on, sing that. I love because I love that song also and I love listening to you. So.
1: Okay, fine. So the English version of the title track of the song, I'm gonna, I, I, I just hope I remember the lyrics. Okay.
2: <clears throat> mm-hmm. Bumming up the hustle like it when you play rough, living middle one more, burning up, burning up the dance floor, wanna see you move now, get the rhythm groove now, just gonna watch you, shake it up, shake it up, that booty, hey, baby. Come on closer, turn me on, hey, baby. Rock rockin' with me all night long, hey, baby. Come on closer, turn me on, hey, baby. there rockin' with me all night. Ayo, a, ayo, ayo, ah ayo. Ah, ah, Johnny, ja, John, ah, Johnny, ja, John, a, ah, Johnny, ja, John, ah.
1: So uh, that was the movie where we both sort of worked like on on the two sides of the same (laughs) project. So he sang the Hindi uh, title track and I sang the English. So that's how we came to know of each other. And that time he was looking for a female vocalist in his band. And actually ideally Bombay Vikings never had a female member. But then he... um, He uh, heard of me and then he called me over to his place and we had this session. We sat and we sang and we talked and everything. And even he and his wife and everybody was there. So we we had a really nice time and he was like, I want you in my band. And he already booked me for the next two shows. Like he already booked tickets and I was like, done. So I'm like, cool. So that's how it all started. But then it's been 10 years. So uh, over the years now, He's become practically family to me. Even even me, he he thinks of me also as a family. He's like a father figure, and he's been there all along. He's very supportive, very sweet, very encouraging, and very uh, mm-hmm. what do you call it? Very knowledgeable. So if you spend like a little bit of time with Sri Das or no, you'll probably take back something valuable, you know. So it's it's he has that in him, and he had a very European. His his uh, his uh uh he was in Sweden. He's a Swedish citizen, basically. So he's uh, mm-hmm. he's been there all his life. So he has this very European approach to, uh, you know, in his professionalism also and otherwise also. So he's he's a very, uh, he's an awesome person to be with,
0: actually. My question to you is that you also sung with international artists. Yes.
1: It's- okay, so about the international uh, uh, projects that I did. So this was uh, done like how... Um, for record companies like Universal and Sony Music. So back then, like 10, 12 years ago, uh, there used Uh to be these uh, remakes and remixes a lot. Like uh, now Mm. it doesn't happen so much because of all the copyright issues because copyright laws have become really strict now. It's, so it doesn't happen much. So what ha, what used to happen was all the international artists like Enrique, Jay Sean, Lady Gaga They used to release a song and uh, they they wanted before releasing it in a particular country They want to make a version of that country suppose they want to release it in India They want to make an Indian version of it. So I mostly was a part of those Indian versions So we put in some Hindi elements. We put in some um, stuff like Bhangra Dhol and stuff like that and and um, So all of that, yeah. So that was also another very uh, amazing experience. So they used to release it from their platforms, and we were definitely associated with the same projects. I have not really worked with them side by side physically, but yeah, being a part of that is also like huge, you know. So it was it was amazing at that point.
0: Wow, <laughs> so that, that's, that's the music arranging part or what is that part of
1: the job? Same, what I do, vocal arrangement, vocal designing. So it was reproduced, remastered, rearranged here in India and uh, we put in some Indian elements, some Desi elements into it, maybe some Bangra beats or some, some other stuff and then we, uh, they play in the clubs and everything so they release it on all the platforms and stuff. That's how it works.
0: That's that's beautiful. Now, recently, you have released a beautiful song, which you did in the lockdown, and then yeah. you had two beautiful concerts. So, I yeah. want you to tell everybody about those that, that song, the beautiful two concerts that you did with with whom and all that. I know, but I still want people to know, <laughs> and I want that the next so that the next time people actually uh, you know join the concerts. You know, so I want to hear all about those those concerts Uh,
1: and that beautiful song okay so the song uh, I released it in August it's called Ishq Uh, Ariraj obviously know that's my first ever song video and uh, it it was a cover the original song was by a band of boys and uh, I have always loved that song and when I decided to do a cover I uh, was like I have to do this song so, yeah, I did that song, which was completely uh, remastered, reproduced by a friend of mine, Fawlty 2. And it was the sound design was done by Neera Sridhar Sir himself. So, that's uh, yeah, that's why the song sounded the way it did. And then, obviously, the video was completely conceptualized, edited, and everything was done by Danny. And um, so, yeah, and then uh, after that, uh, so yeah, the song actually received a lot of love. I was kind of overwhelmed because everybody really loved it because that's a male song in a female voice. So it's, uh, and I don't think anybody's done that-ish cover ever before me. So it was kind of special for me and special for the boys too. And the boys were like so sweet and gracious enough to give me an NOC because of which I could release the song. Yeah so Karan was like um, Gorisha we don't really give away NOC to anybody but to you we are okay because we are honored that you are doing a cover of our song. I'm like oh (laughs) that's a huge compliment but they're really sweet yeah so they've been uh, yeah they're like uh, really lovely so they gave me the NOC obviously. So Gorisha tell me now before
0: you sing before you sing it for us which you have Mm -hmm. to. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I you talk a little further about <laughs> tell me, yeah. just explain to people what are these so-called covers you know, because people who understand uh, uh, music will understand when you say I sang a cover song, but mm-hmm. many times I wonder what exactly does it mean, you know so and, cover, and can anybody just
1: sing a cover yeah, so the thing is cover is something uh, like you cover uh, a song that has already been done by some other artist okay. so if if the original, so you're not the original artist and you're singing it, it means you're singing a cover. It's as simple as that. So, uh, But you need like, permission, right? No, you don't technically need permission to just sing a cover and release it on YouTube or in social media. You need it if you're releasing it on uh, platforms where you're monetizing it. Supposing if you're releasing it on Spotify or if you want to release, release, like how we'd release a song. And I was releasing it on TV media as well. So that's a, that's a different rights uh, that falls under broadcasting rights and laws. So that's another, uh, uh, what do you call, wing of all that uh, copyright uh, laws. So I have to have the permission. The news channel won't play my video unless they have an NOC in their hand because okay. they don't want to get into any complications. So uh, they are, they send a format, in fact, the TV channel send a format, and we just have to sign it. All the members have to sign it. I have to sign it and send it back to them. So after that, they can play the video. as yes, all. So if I would have just released it on social media, on YouTube and all, I would not have required an NOC. But I uh, would, uh, I think, suggest that, you know, try and get an NOC because it's it's better because nowadays uh, it's, it's become really strict. The laws have become really strict. I mean, there's some 20 seconds, 30 seconds, some time frames that you cannot use more than that or you're uh, liable to pay for it and stuff. So uh, it's really complicated. Yeah, so Daddy, even I'm not very good in... Uh, so for me it was easy yeah, because,
2: was,
1: yes. yeah, so uh, the TV channel asked me for an NOC, I asked the boys, they just gave it to me. So for me it was <laughs> easy, but then of course a lot of artists might not agree to give you an NOC too, so that is there also. Because so on
0: there. the channel was this released? It
1: was first released in the regional channels, but then I was trying to do it on the national ones as well. I wasn't t- actually Neeru, suggested because if you get an NOC, you can play it on national channels too. But then I kept it on hold because I was trying to release uh, it on the audio platforms first and then played a video because it makes more sense then. So let's see that should happen as well because wow, I still am um, uh, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a lovely, it's a lovely song and people should watch it, you know. It's really beautiful because <laughs> the song is very beautiful and then you've gone and sung it so beautifully. Yeah, and it's a so very special before you song. talk about your concerts, how about singing four lines of that song? <laughs> okay. okay.
2: <clears throat>
0: you such a sweetheart, Gorisha. you know, you don't even make a fuss and I love it.
1: <laughs> oh no, I, when it comes to singing, you you will have to ask me to stop. You don't have to ask oh, me. Oh, wonderful.
0: Then, then you're done now. You're, you're done for it. Yeah, so
1: in my, family, have... they all, in my family, they all call me. You know, those there, there used to be those dolls, the Chabi, and they used yeah, to start Chami dancing. And, so they used to call me that only. You know, just Chabi laga and then I'll just keep going. Wonderful. Okay.
0: So what you're going
2: to do is you're going to sing <laughs> one this song, and then I'll ask you two questions, and then you're going to sing again. So please okay. think what you're Down. going to sing. Okay. Hmm. <coughs> Ishq hai bekarar karta antzar. Ishq hai antzar karta bekarar. Aajaona. I love the way you look at me I can see all the love in your eyes and I don't want to ever let you go.
0: Thank you. Wow, Grisha, that is so beautiful. And you know, it gives me goosebumps each time I hear it too. And thankfully, for the first time in my life, there were no tears rolling down my eyes. Anybody <laughs> singing or dancing beautifully, I'm I'm the first one sobbing. In fact, my daughter tells me you sit in front of the TV and watch dance reality shows and you cry. What kind of uh, person I am? But I am that kind of a person. Yeah. Okay. You so see, now tell me about the concerts.
1: So concerts yeah. are basically sir, because of COVID. Now everything's gone digital. So we thought of, uh, this was some, this, this had to happen anyway, it was a long time coming, everything is anyways going digital, but because of the COVID probably it happened a little sooner than expected, And but it's a good thing because it's a way of generating work and money for the musicians, which were, uh, because the industry was stagnant for almost eight months and there was nothing happening, so this was a good way to uh, sort of, you know, start uh, generating work and, uh, because these are ticketed concerts. So whatever money that is uh, earned and what is uh, raised or whatever. So it, it helps the musicians in a way. And I was trying to create that platform because I have always done with musicians and people around me. I, I never do anything like just for myself and just going solo and stuff. So I like uh, people around me on stage as well. So all that, actually I've been doing this during the lockdown too, I've been trying to raise money for the musicians doing online concerts and gigs. I was I was with T-Series Stageworks as well. Raising money, raising funds for the musicians, yes, who were affected during the COVID and stuff. So I was anyways doing it. So this was my way of actually letting people know that this is also a possibility. This is also an avenue where you can earn whatever, like, you know, little or more, doesn't matter. But at least it's a, it's a way hmm. of, you know, making an earning. So and then along the way, obviously, I did two very uh, great conceptualized concerts. I did my first one was indie pop and English based. You know, it's called it was called Gorisha's Classic Memories. And then I did a uh, the second one called Strictly Bollywood, which was completely done curated by Danny, of course. But um, yeah, hi Ruchi, hi hi. A lot of people have been coming and going and not being able to yes. acknowledge. But thank hey. you so much for being here. Yes, it's really sweet. Everybody. I'm seeing all your comments, but I'm just not uh, able to, you know, attend to each of them the because we don't have much time. Yes, yeah. So that's how it happened, Raji.
0: Yeah, but you know, we have to tell people here that Danny uh, is a fabulous choreographer. Yes, and yes. Uh, in fact, uh, it's very surprising that after I after I became you know started following uh, all of them, mm-hmm. I realized one day that the, the the a song that I truly love. And, I know, you know about that. Uh, <laughs> Oh my God! I mm-hmm. was just stumped to know that it was Danny who choreographed it. You know, and yes. I became even a bigger fan of Danny. <laughs> that, you know? Oh yes! So, so I
1: was actually about to sing that song, but somehow in the last please. minute it didn't happen. No, no. I mean, in my concert.
0: Please sing that song. Sing that song now. Sing it. Sing
2: uh. it. Sing it. Sing it for me. It's my favorite. Okay. You mm. have to sing it, please. I love it. kiye kahani suno. एक लड़का था एक लड़की थी होती क्या है जवानी सुनो एक लड़का था एक लड़की थी वो बेक़दार था ही और था, जब हम थे अजनबी दोनों थे, पर वो कहते किसे बात जो दिल में थी। suno, <laughs> suno, now I got tearyan. Now this is it. <laughs> there, there I go. Okay, so
0: Raya, yeah, yeah, it's really beautiful. Thank you, Danny, for okay. this beautiful song. And so uh, tell me, uh, Gorisha, have you judged any shows?
1: Yes, have I, you have. Any I, have, shows? I have done a lot of college fest judging in Mumbai, obviously I've done Mithibai, I've done Sophia's, all the Kaleidoscope, all those, uh, Malhar, all of them, even IIT too. So I have done a lot of them and then I was the official judge for the karaoke world championship for two years, like two seasons. And um, I have been asked to be vocal coach for a lot of singing uh, reality shows on TV as well. But then I, I never got into it because they do a very long contract of six months. And I'm not somebody who yes. likes to get stuck in one place because I'm like, I'm all over the place. I don't like to be like, uh, in one place uh, for a long time. So <laughs> I, and I like to be free. I don't really like contracts much uh, as a whole. So, yeah.
0: But it might so be I, a good idea, no? To, uh, to do one at least. One of the big ones, you know. One of the big realities. Yeah, maybe
1: it's just because you lose out on a lot of things, Hiraji. The thing is, uh, like you know, six months is a long time, and you know, in one day we can do so much. So you get, and I love training. I already am training people, so I train people in vocal techniques. I'm associated with academies and stuff, so that is already happening. The only thing is to be stuck in a place for six months, sort of. I don't know. I'm actually a little skeptical because I'm I I myself am a little scared of getting stuck.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's a good it's a good thing because unless you're yeah. actually facing the Ready. camera, then uh, it's just work, 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 and know. there's not much you can, you can really creatively <laughs> do. You know. Okay. I know. So now we now before I say thank you to and in fact I'll say thank you to you mm-hmm. and allow you to sing one last song and then you can please. Go. So what I'm going to do Uraji, because I think I oh. think
1: this is um, I would sing uh, two two lines of uh, of our original you and me me of me and Danny. Yeah, and I'm going to sure. sing another uh, no. two lines for another song which I'm which me and Danny I'm working on for the boys for a, a band of boys featuring me. So That's another song. So I'm going to sing two lines of that as well.
2: Okay, so here it thank goes. you. Mm. Mm. भी भी बातो बातो and every time we met after dance they grew in me a little romance I never knew I had the chance the chance I was all alone, to the world unknown, until your heart touched me, yeah.
1: Okay, so this is a song you and me, that me and Danny are coming up with. And I'm going to yes. sing this another one quickly because we don't have the time. So this one's called, yes. Me Re this song was originally also composed by Danny, but we both of us developed it. I, I worked on the Antara and stuff, and we made, we put some Assamese elements also into it to make it a little more interesting. And Danny's done an Assamese mm-hmm. rap, rap in the song. So probably he'll sing it in his life someday. So I'm gonna be just seeing, giving you an idea of how the song is. Here it goes, okay.
2: Mm-hmm. मेरे लिए है तू मेरे लिए है तू जान क्यों मेरे लिए है तू मेरे लिए है तू जान क्यों ऐसा लगता है सदियों से मेरा प्यार तेरे लिए ऐसा लगता है सदियों से मेरा प्यार Asma se chand taro kola unga me jaan jana apani jase se jada tujko pyaar karun ga me jaan jana hundi
0: Wow, Garisha. I'm so touched that you sang both these songs for me and uh, I mean for me, I'm saying for me, for me, for me. Sing, Forget everything. this else. for
1: the first time. Yeah, it's, it was for you. I know. Obviously. So
0: it's very sweet of you to sing it, you know, to <laughs> sing it. I'm, I'm really happy you did that, you know, because it makes me so happy. Thank you very much, very much, very much for uh, this conversation.
1: Yes. Even and I have
0: I'm to be reading soon.
1: Yeah, and I think I also yeah. have probably spoken about things that I've not really spoken in a lot of my interviews because, you know, sometimes you just go with the flow and uh, yes. it's better when you don't uh, plan much because then I think yes. it makes more sense. Uh, so, yeah, only for Hiraji, as Danny says. Yes, yes. Thank always. you, Goreshna.
0: Thank you. Stay Thank
1: blessed you. always. Yes, you Bye too. Bye, I'll see you. Bye.
0: Bye-bye. Bye. Until we meet again, please keep listening to Cross Leg with Hira Mehta. It's me Hira signing out. Namaste.